Hello and welcome to Connect, the weekly podcast for the California MBA featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. I'm Susan Malazzo, CEO of the California MBA, and very happy that you could join us today. Before I welcome today's guest, um, I'd like to take a moment to thank our 2024 President's Council sponsors. These are companies that provide a a tremendous amount of financial support for the California MBA in large part so that we can continue to be that strong voice for the real estate finance industry before the California state legislature and our regulators. So please help me in thanking our 2024 President's Council sponsors and those companies are AmeriHome, CMG Financial, Consolidated Analytics, Funding Shield, Guild Mortgage, and Western Alliance Bank. Thank you all so much for your support here uh, in 2024. And with that, I turn to today's guest. I'd like to welcome back Josh Friend, CEO from Incelerate. Josh, welcome. Susan, thanks for having me. I think uh, you and I have done this several times. I always ha- love having you on uh, on Connect. Um, anytime we talk, you always got something new going on uh, in your work life, and I'm always fascinated by that. But You know, one of the things that I've always admired about you is that you have very successful, um, you know, tech company, um, but you are a mortgage banker. You have come from the mortgage banking side. So we're at the start of a new year. Why don't we start off with just your overall views on the mortgage market for 2024? Yeah, I mean, I think 2024, uh, you know, I want to say the slogan is make more for in 24. Um, I think it's going to be a better year, and there's a couple of things. There's the natural less competition, so the market and dollar will go farther. Rates have somewhat eased, right? So that that fear of rates continuing to go up and home, you know, home purchases are starting to pick back up. So I think there's you know opportunity there and there's growth in there with for companies. So really, just um, it's it's going to be though a, a year of hyper efficiency. I think you're going to see two camps of lenders this year. You're going to see some lenders that actually really start taking market share and really increasing their profitability. And then you're going to see a camp of lenders who start to see their market share go away because they didn't really maybe do the right things and didn't get more efficient and you know, didn't change how they're approaching business. Wow. Yeah. It's a, uh, I like do more in 24 is better than survive till 25. That always sounds so doomsday, but right. you know, we do what we did, do what we can do to get through 23, but that is behind us now. Um, so recently, and I say this within the last, I don't know, probably six months, I've heard you give a fascinating presentation on artificial intelligence. So can you talk to us about what lenders should be uh, thinking about regarding AI this year? Number one is you have to get a policy of how you're going to adopt AI, where you're going to adopt it, how you're going to adopt it, and how you're going to use it within your organization. And I think the answer shouldn't be right now. We're just not using it because we don't understand it because you're going to get really left behind because there's, you know, some really easy ways to use AI that aren't going to affect anything, right? You know, there's some ways that you could use AI that could affect things and you should be paying attention to how you're using AI. But I mean, you have to really approach looking at AI and understand that it is going to be used in every aspect of your business life and your personal life. Wow. Um, and then accept that. And then once you realize that, then you have to accept, just like with the internet, you know, and the phone. I remember years ago, you know, so AI is holding about security and data and who knows what I'm like, there's all these different things. I remember years ago, I, I was in the cell phone industry or wireless internet rather. So I, I built some wireless internet stuff in the early um, 2000s and for a brief time. And people didn't want to carry around GPS in their phone because they were like, I don't want to let people know where I'm at. 
So someone sold a battery, you could push a button and it would send the signal and say, here's where you're at. But at the time, people were like, I don't want this GPS in my phone. That's crazy. I mean, I, right now it's like, yeah, I want it everywhere because I want to get in my car and it tells me it's 13 minutes to drive home and I should take this street versus that street. And I'm looking for something to eat and here's restaurants all around me. So it's just like a change of, you know, it's going to be one of those things. You'll use AI. It's going to make your life extremely convenient and, you're, and what you're doing within your mortgage company, you can make it, you know, we're doing a lot of stuff with AI right now. And I can tell you the speed at which we can develop with AI and the things we can touch with it, it's profound. So, I mean, it's something that I think that lenders should really need to be able to say, I need to adopt AI in 2024. And where do I, where can I put this in my, to my technology and my daily routines? That's a, yeah, definitely a, a fascinating development in the mortgage industry and every industry, really. Like you say, it's going to touch all of our, or, or, or is already touching all aspects of our life. Yeah. Uh, so what's, uh, we've just come off uh, a rough year, 2023. It was pretty rough for anybody in the mortgage business. So what's in store for Incelerate in 2024? Yeah, so, I mean, we've really, um, over the last, you know, say three or four years, started really focusing in on, how do we wow the retail loan officer, right? We came out and we originally were really built around consumer direct and how do we manage and move massive amounts of data, which has really helped service in, in what we built foundation. We built the foundational CRM. But in 2024, I'm really excited. We have a new UI that is launching. Actually, it's already in bay with a few customers right now. Um, and it'll be out uh, at the end of the month for the rest of our customers. So really excited about this new user interface. Took a lot of feedback, um, a lot of interactions with loan officers, kind of you know look and feel, understand how to better use the platform. Um, we also have a lot of AI projects we're working on right now. And so we have several things that we're doing AI already within the platform. And we have things from phone call review to uh, lead distribution with machine learning and you know algorithmic figuring out where there's deals, where there's not deals, all those different types of things that you can use AI machine learning to do. Um, so you'll see some you know, projects and we're working on pilots with lenders right now, um, which is I'm excited about. And it just, you know, kind of that's why we're excited about AI. It's really, where where do you want to use it within your organization? And you know, how do you use it? So we're kind of, we're playing around with that a lot with our platform. We have access to all the data. So our ability to manage and move data, uh, not just from Incelerate, but from LOS, a POS, price and engines, data warehouse, and then our open API infrastructure allows us to interact with like open AI seamlessly through our platform. So it's been kind of, it's been a lot of fun to kind of, for me at least, I like to tinker around. We just come up with an idea and with AI, you can literally within the day, test it and do something and see if you like using it or not. It's pretty, it's pretty powerful. That's pretty exciting. Congratulations. Look forward to hearing more about what uh, Incelerate will be rolling out this year. Uh, so, you know, you and I have known each other now for several years. I uh, know that you've had great success in the mortgage banking industry and other industries, and uh, I know you are a great leader. And it's, it's one thing to be a good leader uh, during when times are good, when your market is good, but it's different to be a strong leader when there are some challenging times like we've seen um, recently in, in the end of 22 and, and through 23. So what are some of the leadership values um, that can help companies navigate through tough times? I think it's one is the big thing is communication and leaders need to be in front of your employees as much as possible, right? So if you're in your office um, and you don't interact with your employees, and you have sales teams and you're not doing meetings with them, even if, even if you know you don't have a normal, you know, you have a distributed retail workforce, but you need to be communicating, getting people together, educating them, 
right? And then also just what are the things that the, the basics? Um, you know, I always say when it, when business gets slows down, then you really get back to the basics. And you make sure you're doing the basics really well. You know, what are you know what's your customer service look like? What's your communication look like? You know, and that's where you spend your time as a leader. And you know, if you start doing those things, the team will follow, right? And then if you, as you communicate well, they'll you know have a, a direction to go in. And then as the market changes or you find ways to become more efficient, those are the companies that usually win. Yeah, helps quell. I think concerns from employees too, right? They're like, I, I don't want to jump ship. I mean, but if I don't know what my leadership's thinking, you know, I might start thinking about, you know, making making a move. So I think communication is just a, a great key. It's great advice for anybody. Um, in 2023, we were fortunate enough to have Tristan Friend as a part of our uh, Future Leaders class of 2023, yeah. which we revamped this year to have. Um, Industry, mortgage industry professionals, some very seasoned professionals give um, instruction on various segments of the mortgage market, which I, I was very proud of the program and um, uh, the participants seem to do a great job on their final presentations at the end of the year. But I'd be interested to know what um, Tristan or your impression of the program and that whole experience was. Yeah, I mean, I, I know Tristan enjoyed it and I was uh, I, kind of towards the end of it, I'm like, Dang, I'm kind of jealous. I've, so I've been in the industry for 25 years now. And, I, and I'm looking and I realized Tristan, who's been in the industry for, you know, let, you know, say five years, actually a little more than that, because he used to telemarket from a mortgage company when he was 15. So he's yeah, has some has some time behind him. But he now is working and interacting with people that's literally taken me 25 years to get to meet and network with and right. And to be able, you know, he's able to learn from them and, you know, build that network now. So I think from the standpoint of being able to see other people in the industry that have been there for a long time and then kind of, you know, really work and build those networks. I think it's been, you know, I've heard, I, it's been very, I think, impactful and I think it'll be a lot of value, uh, you know, for years to come. Yeah, we're, uh, we're very happy of the revamp of that program um, and, and uh, applications are open right now. So if anybody wants to apply for the Future Leaders Program in 2024, you can check that out on our website. Um, you know, Josh, I, I can't thank you enough for the support that Incelerate has given us over the years. Not only have you been an active member with us, um, you've contributed to our, our legislative initiatives. Uh, Incelerate's been a President's Council sponsor for many years, and we're grateful for um, all the support that you've given us. But I'd love for you to share with our listeners why you choose to support the California MBA. Yeah, I mean, if you're in this industry, um, you have to understand that there's people, there's legislation, and there's, there's forces that are trying to make changes to your industry every day. And, you know, I think they're all trying to do something for good, but good can look a lot of different ways and people don't understand our industry, right? So people can come in and say, oh, it should look this way. And in reality, that could cost borrowers thousands of dollars more or make it more difficult, not help actually anybody, make it more difficult to get loans. So we need people, we need representation from within our industry that knows, you know, how things work so we can actually have a, you know, a, a voice. Then obviously California, I'm from California, um, California has been, you know, I, I, I think it's something like a third of all the mortgages volume in America is in California. So obviously California is a very impactful state. People tend to follow what California does as well. So I think it's, you know, California is a great place to kind of have a lot of advocacy as well. Well, thank you. We appreciate that. And always a pleasure to have you on Connect, Josh. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Susan. And thanks to all of you for joining us on Connect. To access any of our past episodes, you can follow us on our YouTube channel. We're also available on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's it for this week, and we'll see you next time on Connect. Here we go.